any second. I know you so well. <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please keep hands and arms inside the boat at all times. Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. I am Melina Boswell, here with my husband, Dave, founders of New Wealth Advisors Club. <laughs> well, hi. How's everyone? We are going to do something totally different. So you guys listened to the first podcast, and um, we kind of told you about our story and the origins of New Wealth Advisors Club and so forth. And today, um, we're actually going to take the time, and, and we're here with Mike Vaness, and Mike Vaness of, gosh, I don't even know what company I would say because I know you have multiples of them now. It's kind of a... There's a few. Yeah. It's, He's a mogul. Yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy thinking about... Um, Lynn and I were just talking, you know, about how far you've come and what's really happened. And, you know, a lot of people haven't had the time maybe to sit down and you're a busy guy. I mean, busy doing all sorts of different things. I'm not going to get into those just yet, but I just... Maybe just a little bit of time to to kind of share maybe some some of your history and how you came to find the club and and got involved with Melina and specifically and now you know you and I are involved in projects and sure. just maybe take some of that time and when you, you know, say involved what do you mean by that involved in projects together like Mike I mean he's actually doing a, a ton of work I mean right. I don't I don't know how many you're doing at one <laughs> given time right now but it's a big Big difference from meeting you, gosh, is it six, seven years ago now? It'll be six. Well, technically six years ago because I took a hiatus for a little bit. That's true. But um, I'd probably say from when I was serious, 2010, end of 2010. So we're going on five and a half years. Yeah. And when you say serious, you mean, what does that mean? I was all in. There wasn't a question of me not doing this, at least on a part-time basis. Okay. You know, while I was, you know, working my day job and night job. You know, this is something I did about 10 to 15 hours a week consistently. But I think when I first came across you guys, I kind of, yeah. you know, him and, him and hawed for a little <laughs> bit and wasn't really sure, you know, if this was the right place. So I kind of had to, you know, go out there and make sure, I guess, you know, see what else, see what else other things there were to offer. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I knew that this well, was what I wanted to do, but I, I just kind of had to figure some stuff out for me myself. Well, I mean, in all fairness, you were how old then? 22, 23. Okay. Yeah. So not a whole 20, lot. Of... Yeah, because your birthday's in December. Yeah. And I think you came on your birthday. It was like the weekend before or after your birthday. Yeah, it was November. Oh, okay. Oh, it was? I think originally. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Going into 23. Yeah. 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 So given that, there's not a whole lot of 22-year-old, 23-year-olds <laughs> who right. aren't kind of exploring and seeing what's happening, what's going on. So. Right. So tell us a little bit about that. Like when you first met us and you kind of were feeling your way and, and man, we're not going to fast forward just yet, but boy, <laughs> what a whirlwind it's been. Sure. Gosh, where to start? Well, um, you know, honestly, I, I was a waiter, you know, I was in college, which I hated by the way. <laughs> um, but I was doing it to obviously, you know, please my parents and my family and, you know, you know, go that route, got good grades in high school. So I'm like, I didn't, I didn't work all that hard. To not go to college. So, you know, got into a good school, went to UC Santa Barbara for a little bit, but I majored in business and I'm like, well, I'm going to do business at some point. I really want to work for myself. Um, so I don't really know what that looks like. It wasn't like I was going to school to be a doctor or a lawyer or anything like that, where I needed, you know, years of, you know, obviously knowledge and information. But um, what I what I ended up doing is actually I needed a change of pace because I was kind of stuck. You know, I had dropped out of school for a little bit. I was just working, you know, kind of some dead-end serving jobs. And I'm like, 
hey, I got this opportunity to go to Catalina Island and work there. I'm like, maybe I should do that just to kind of like get away from the norm. And I thought, well, cool. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, not in the U.S. anymore, but I still am. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's not quite Mexico, but it's, it's almost right. there. So um, I did that. I ended up just honestly cold turkey quitting my jobs. I had a month of income. I had some friends on the island and I moved into a hotel and I'm like, I'm getting a job on this island. So that's what I did. And literally my last week of money, I ended up getting like probably one of the best jobs on the island. Um, you know, had to work at it. But stayed there. But my purpose wasn't to party there and, you know, do all that. I mean, although that was appealing, um, you know, and there's people <laughs> I met. in your 20s. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's really cool people there. You know, there's tours, always things going on. But I actually had sat down and wrote a journal of, okay, now's my chance to figure out what I want to do with my life. You know, where I want to go, what I want to have. You know, do I want to go back to school? Do I want to find a business? Do I want to do something, you know, um, with the internet, uh, I wasn't sure. You know, I read a couple books about, you know, kind of where the next, you know, billionaires were, 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 were being made and stuff and just kind of what the trends were being. So I wrote down in, um, in my journal that I wanted to get into real estate. And I remember I, I, I wrote it down and then I put it on a shelf. And then probably like six or seven months later, I stumbled across your guys' office, you know, on Riverside. And... Um, was like, whoa, like I look back at my journal, I'm like, well, what I wrote down was I wanted to find a group of people that were doing real estate, that had experience, that had success, they, you know, they weren't some transient hotel and they actually, you know, had a track record. And that's exactly what I found. And when I thought about it, I'm like, wow, I guess it is true. Like if you write something down, things come into fruition. <laughs> and that's my first, you know, glimpse at the office. I didn't come right away. I was kind of like skeptical, I guess, like everybody else. Like, is this real? Is it not? I don't know. You know, I had been part of like other multi-level marketing companies in the past and I kind of, nothing against those, I think they're great, but I just wasn't sure if I wanted to do that again yet and I wasn't sure was this it or was it not, mm -hmm. but you know, I ended up finding um, out that, you know, this was something completely different, mm -hmm. you know, and there was a spirit there at the office when I came, I'm like, gosh, you know, this is where I should strongly consider myself, you know, kind of going next and I, I really, you know. You know, I ended up going to UCR, actually, let me rewind real quick, for like, like a semester, mm -hmm. and I hated it, <laughs> right? Like the biggest, you know, I went from the smallest campus to the biggest campus because right. I, I did a transfer, and I remember I missed one of my midterms because for whatever reason, and I, and I had ended up having to drop my classes, and I'm like, I'm never coming back to Riverside. I'm never doing this. I hate this place. That's There's too funny. much traffic. <laughs> And then lo and behold, 91 parking lot, you know, I mean, I'm here every day, wow. you know, I think mean, that's where the main office is at. So, you know, it's kind of interesting how things end up. But um, yeah, you know, I, I came to the office, I checked things out and, you know, I had to kind of mull it around for a little bit, you know, stayed in contact with Frank. Frank's actually the first person I met, mm. um, then, then obviously you guys. And it probably took me about another six to eight months before I was like, okay, cool. I'm leaving Catalina, um, you know. I'm doing this. I'm all in. And this is what I want to do. The, those people at that office are successful. They're doing something right. I know there's real estate there. I need to be around them. I believe in business that you need to be around the people that are successful as much as you possibly can because it allows you to rise up to the next level um, in life. I mean, you're the sum of your five closest friends. So definitely my island friends had to change, you know, which, which was unfortunate because mm. I mean, everybody wants that dream. Well, sure. I live on an Island and I do nothing all day. And then I work at night at a bar, <laughs> right. you know? Right. <laughs> so it was, uh, you know, it was, it, it was, it was kind of, 
you know, a, a little bit difficult. But the crazy part is right before I left, you know, I'm like confident. And then my boss calls me and he's like, hey, um, wanted to let you know he's actually the vice president of the company. He's like, we're making some changes. Um, we love you. We want you to stay year round. In fact, we'll give you a salary position. We'll give you housing. We'll give you benefits. We'll give you any serving um, time in the night that you want. You know, pretty much like 70, 80 grand a year guaranteed. Wow. And so I'm like, Temptation. okay, wow. So here's this over here. Wow. And then here's real estate, which I have no idea what's going to happen over here. But that's why I came to Catalina was to figure out live. I can't stay here. So <laughs> I had to, um, you know, thankfully turn them down. Mm -hmm. And they definitely called me a few more times and said, hey, whenever you're ready to come back, whenever you're ready to come back. You know the door is open. So wow. what a crossroads for you! It was, it was. So, but for me, I have a me, question. Yeah. I have a question, real quick. I, um, I don't think I've ever asked you this, but when you were taking business classes, did you always know you wanted to be an entrepreneur, or yes. you did? Didn't know it was in real estate, though. right? But you, you had the idea to be an entrepreneur, not necessarily in corporate America. Correct. Well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Do I want to work for somebody, mm -hmm. or do I not? Um, do I want that stress level? Or I, I wasn't really sure. Mm -hmm. um, I just knew that, you know, I, I think that um, I would excel in that realm of whatever, whatever that was going to be. Um, you know, real estate was always in the back of my mind because I did have a business mentor early on that told me, it's kind of crazy. He's like, in the summer of 08, get into real estate. Really? And I'm like, this was years beforehand. He's like, wow. after the summer of 08, you're going to want to get in. He's like, I don't care how you figure out how you do it. Just get it. Just meet the right people and get in. That's my advice to you. Wow. And that was a conversation we had at his dinner table many years ago when I was like 17, 18 years old. Wow. So it was pretty cool. Um, I got a know. question leading to that because so especially anyone that's listening, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, my 20s, if you will, and and struggles and everything else of, you know, anyone who's kind of in the same mindset, like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I don't know what I want to do. I don't want to go to college. You know, um, I'm kind of wasting my time here. But you said something. I mean, you turned down a job that was essentially at one point was a dream for you, right? I can go to the island. I can get away. I can have this great position. What was the cross? I mean, at what point did you make that decision? And, and maybe share with us why. Because you, you got involved in New Health Advisors Club at some point. Mm -hmm. Right during this conversation, so you're right. still working at the island. You found us, and really at the time we didn't know you all that well. You were right. someone who, you know, came in here. I, I remember your truck. I'll never forget that bad boy. <laughs> I mean, well, who doesn't? <laughs> and there it is. I have I have pictures, and uh, <laughs> that truck. I don't know. It definitely. I don't know how it got down the freeway, but it did. Good thing the 91 doesn't drive doesn't go that fast because it barely made it down there. But I mean, you're driving out, you find us, and then something had to happen. I mean, what, what happened? Like, how, where was that click or that transition where you said, okay, I'm leaving the island, I'm going to do this, and then you still got further tempted multiple times to, like, come back and housing and yeah. job and insurance, and, and you still said, no, I want to be here. Like, something happened. What, what was that? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I had met you guys during the off-season. The off-season at the island. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, I had a little bit of time to think about it. And, you know, I was fairly confident because I was watching everybody. I'm like, well, these people are actually walking the walk and talking the talk, you mm. know, unlike other people I've met in other avenues. So I'm like, so this works. You know, I know there's freedom in real estate. I know there's money in real estate. I know the most millionaires in the world, 
you know, I forget the percentage, sure. but um, they hold their wealth in real estate. So I knew, okay, I could go work at the island and then what? Or I could own the real estate. And I was watching the, the difference. Um, there was kind of two classes on the island. There was the super wealthy and then there was kind of everybody else, which was, you know, unfortunate, but everybody was good people. And what I realized is the people that were extremely wealthy, and I'm talking all the way up to, you know, the Wrigley family, which owns most of that island, mm-hmm. billionaires. Mm-hmm. And where was all their money? It was in the land. It was in the property. It was in everything we did and touched. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just watched the lifestyle they had, what they did, the wines they chose, the steaks they ate, the yachts they showed up in. You know, mm-hmm. it was obviously, you know material things, but they, they were appealing to me at the time mm-hmm. because I'm like, wow, you know, I know that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I just work for them, then I'm never going to be them. <laughs> I'm always going to be somewhere else. And it wasn't just, you know, Catalina that tempted me. Actually, I actually got a job offer um, on Dole for Dole Pineapple in Hawaii. I had another job offer. Um, one of the one of the guys on the island, his brother owned um, a couple hotel chains down in Cabo. So, you know, there were some options for me to kind of travel the world and do that whole game. But um, I had kind of seen some people that, you know, live on the island and kind of do that and then travel the rest of the year or they kind of shift over. And I was like, you know, I, I don't think I want that in 10 years because mm. I'm seeing where they're at. And it looks really appealing. But at the end of the day, you know, I think there's more out there for me. Mm. So I just had to make that choice. And I was just dead serious. I knew this is what I'm going to do. There's no – there is nothing that was going to get in my way to stop me from being successful in real estate. I knew that that this is where I belong. I'm going to figure this out. It might take me six months. It might take me a year. It might take me two years. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go from there. Was I scared to death? Absolutely. But, you know, um, I, I believe in, you know, like what we teach, you know, uh, you know, you have fear, but you still do it anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what helps you, you know, break through, ne- you know, different levels in your life. And you know, that's where growth happens. So because you brought it up, totally off topic maybe from what we, we had previously discussed, but when you talk about that fear and you'd, you'd gone to other things, You've been to other places. You mentioned network marketing, that kind of different stuff. And um, obviously those are all hotel rooms and, and, right. and so forth. And so like breaking through those fears, because I know a lot of people listening that specifically Melina and I talk about it in the first podcast, but just the fear. I mean, the the overwhelming fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. really so much of the unknown. Um, maybe you can share for those listening like, how you were able to overcome some of those fears. Like what gave you the confidence to be able to live in fear? Cause you're still scared. Sure. I mean, to this day, I mean, we just signed a, a contract for um, multiple properties, you know, six <laughs> properties we just bought together the other day or we're in contract with. And you, there's still fear when I sign my name, of course, you know, that, like that fear doesn't go away. Like how do you manage that? Or what, what did it for you maybe back then that, that helped you to overcome that? Well, something I learned early on, and I guess, you know, I had been fortunate enough to kind of meet some of the right people early on that maybe a lot of other young people don't get a chance to meet. Um, You know, people that are just successful in life, you know, and they have money, they have success, they have, you know, a lot of things that um, are really appealing to people. And, you know, one thing I learned is that, you know, you need mentors and coaches in your life that can really help you in every aspect of where you're at. And they're not necessarily always going to be available for you to pick up the phone and call. They might be in a book. They might be in an audio tape. They might be in a podcast. They might be in, you know, a book on tape. So I just got really, you know, tuned in to kind of finding where my struggles were at 
going to some mentors of mine and asking, hey, is there a book you could recommend? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, that's when like, you know, John Maxwell became a mentor of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime I need to talk to John, I pick up the I pick up the book and read it. Read you know, it or listen well. to his audio. <laughs> you know, or um, you know, I could Dale Carnegie. I, I could go on and on with, you know, different sure. things, you know, the magic of thinking big, um, you know, how to win friends and influence people. You know, there's there's book after book that kind of covers different things. And I've really learned from that. And the theme of the books are all the same. Mm-hmm. If you really kind of peel back the layers of the onion. And um, it, it really talks about just kind of really going after it. Right. And understanding, hey, fear is what's going to stop you from, you know, where you want to go in life. You know, fear and listening to other people. Yeah. And then being able to, you know, surround yourself with the right right group of people and monitoring what goes in your, goes in your ears, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the most expensive piece of real estate. Right. Yep. So <clears throat> at some point, you and Melina, um, let's say hit it off, or you must have started taking Mike more seriously or something took place during that because there came a point where I don't want to say Mike was, well, let's just say you were anonymous, really, right? Yep. You're in the club, and there's a guy named Mike, and there's 50 other Mikes, right? And suddenly now... We have Mike with a Y. Now we have Mike with a Y, (laughs) and uh, Mike with a Y, as we started saying it at one point, you know, Mike with a Y is here, and he's got, you know, this deal going on, or he's wholesaling this property, there's this happening, there's this happening. So something happened in specifically, Melina, your relationship with Mike, and when you maybe took that more seriously, and something was, can you either either one of you define, like, where that might have started happening? Can you even think back that far? Yeah, I can. I mean, I know what it looked like from my perspective. So I remember that exact thing, you know, Mike kind of being there and just showing up and he would slip in. And there were certain things about you that were very telling to me. Like he would, um, I can remember you would always um, open my door. I can remember that you saw a trash that was full and I watched you grab the trash bag. I watched you... Um, if the coffee table, you know, where we keep all the coffee and goodies, he would always be there to clean it up. Mm. He always made the napkins nice. Just he would walk by and do those little things, which to me stood out um, as somebody who was young but very serious. So I looked at you like um, I just saw all those, all of those little actions to me were indicative of who you were inside. So I just saw something bigger. Um, I saw you paying attention to detail, which was very important to me, which is really why I, I kind of decided to grab onto you by your ear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two ears some days. Yes, yeah. two ears some days. Got it. How about you, Mike? Maybe you can elaborate on that. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, it was really just showing up, showing up, serving, um, yeah. being around the office, you know, being around the people, you know, Whenever there was an opportunity to show up, I was there. Yes. Because I'm like, well, I'm. This is the business I'm doing, so I need to be around it as much as possible. You know, I should be treating it like a job. At, you know, because that's all I really knew. I didn't really know business yet, mm. so I needed to d- discipline myself. So you know, whether I was going to the office or door knocking or cold calling or whatever mm-hmm. I was doing, it was like non-negotiable times in my day, mm. and it just kind of be- started becoming you know, entrained parts of me. It's like when I was serving at a restaurant. You know, there's. Eventually, I get to the point where I stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't, um, didn't have to worry about, you know, what am I going to say when I go to the table? Right. You know, how do I approach it? It's just kind of automatic, mm-hmm. you know, so that's how this business gets. And I think that's true for anybody, you know. I mean, everybody's successful at whatever job they're doing because they 
they know how to do it. They've learned the ins and the outs. They've learned how to, you know, make things easier or more effective, mm-hmm. you know, going to doing it. And for me, I think maybe one of the, um, the biggest challenges is when I started is I was like, okay, well, um, I'm this real estate investor right now, but I haven't closed a deal yet. Mm. You know, so when do I become like a real estate <laughs> investor? Is it when I talk to the first homeowner? Is it when I get my first no? Is it when I close my first deal, my seventh deal? My, I, I don't even know. You know, like when is that magic moment? And I had to come to realization, and, um, you know, Melina spoke about this, that, you know, the moment that you've decided to become a real estate investor and you take that first step, that's when you've become a real estate investor. Like me being a waiter, when did I become a waiter? Was it the moment that I, you know, got the check and my first tip. No, it was the second I put on the apron and the name badge and I started working. That's when Mm -hmm. I became a waiter. Mm -hmm. Same thing in this business. And I see so many people kind of go through their head. It's like, well, is that real? Like, do I really feel that that's who I am? And that's just your self-talk, you know, negative self-talk that you have to get rid of and throw out the door because that's, that, those are the kind of things that are going to hold you back in this business. And, you know, when I first started, I remember um, Melina had talked about um, be, do, have. Mm-hmm. It was something that she, uh, you know, was very passionate about. And that spoke, you know, volumes to me on, you know, how I should look at real estate and business in general. Mm-hmm. Be, do, have. Yeah. Boy, we've heard that conversation. Yeah. I don't know how many times. Yeah. So the idea behind be, do, have is um, you need to be the person that you intend to be. So in other words, if you want to be a real estate investor, then you start doing the things um, that a real estate or you behave the way a real estate investor behaves. That's mm-hmm. how you be. Um, so Mike doing things. So from our perspective, um, real estate investors, we we talk about it a lot, right? We always want to leave um, a homeowner in a better situation than when we first met them. Um, we believe in servant leadership. So le- real leaders serve, they serve others. So that was what drew me to Mike in the very beginning is that he had a heart of service. And I just said, he opened up the door, he saw a full trash can, he emptied it out. All of those things are being um, that person. Um, and then you start doing the things automatically that a real estate investor does. You start doing those. And then once you become that person and you do those things, then you have all of the things that the real estate investor wants to have. And it's opposite. You don't really, it doesn't really mean that much unless you understand that I believe most of us were raised um, completely opposite. We were raised to do, have, be. So we were all taught you have to work really hard. You have to do these certain things, right? And then you'll have everything you want. Then you can be that person. Mm, Got it. It's backwards. So I believe that you have to be and then do, and then you'll have. And when you live your life that way, it actually takes off all the pressure. No pressure for you to be tied to the outcome. One of the things I tell um, club members all the time is don't be tied to the outcome of a transaction. When you're talking to a homeowner, just be focused on what that homeowner's problem is. If we're if we are problem solvers, then focus on the problem and how you can help that person. Right? That's how you be. That's what being is. Is mm-hmm. just being a problem solver. That's what we do. Um, then you start doing the things. Right. Um, to help solve that problem. And then the the have just shows up. The have is actually the easiest part, but we get really focused on the do, the have, and then we don't even focus on the be. Mm. And I think that's the most important part. Wow. So you've really taken that to heart. Yeah, no, I can absolutely relate. I mean, that's how, you know, and I believe, you know, how people are raised sometimes is it's not, uh, it's the the do, have, be. Mm Mm-hmm. Because maybe, you know, because their family or their upraising, they just didn't know. Right. Whereas I think the people that are of the wealthy society, you know, the 
the three percent, the two percent, one percent people, whatever you want to call it, you know, they it's 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 be to have. Right. You know, that's what they teach and preach. And that's what I loved about you guys yeah. is I could see those quality traits that I had seen in other very successful people. And I'm like, okay, gosh, I need to be here. I need to be around this. And I need to make things happen. But, of course, it wasn't overnight. I mean, I definitely – I had deals somewhat quickly. And, you know, a number of them f- fell apart. Yeah. They fell apart or the homeowner got taken care of some other way, meaning I didn't monetize them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had to stick with it. Yeah. But I think, you know – being able to have that, you know, that wherewithal to stick through the process um, is is a huge um, component to being successful in this business is your stickability. Because shortly after that, it was a landslide. That's right. You know, it's like I lost three or four, but then all of a sudden I closed five. Exactly. You know, and I've seen that happen with yep. like students I'm coaching now. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. And I always tell them, I'm like, you're so close. You're so close. It's yeah. like that three feet from gold. Right. You know, and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, but, it's sad because most people quit before they get there. Yeah. And that is, that is the hardest part, I think, of this business. But it is true. That's why the being is so important. Because if you, that's why, that's why being that is, and you know, I was thinking, some, some could argue that (laughs) millennials um, have it this way. They have, um, have, be, do. (laughs) I think our generation was raised, we were like, do, have, be. And millennials are more like, have, be, do. (laughs) Right. So save your emails, millennials. If it's not you, then don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So obviously it's been several years now. Kind of give us give us an update. Like what are you what are you working on today? Like what's what's happening Gosh, in Mike's life? You know, some days it's like I'm visiting all of Southern California. <laughs> you know, well, where am I going today? L.A., Orange County, San Diego. You know, I probably drive and work more than I ever have in my life, but I, I enjoy it. You know, I'm not tied to a desk. I'm not working to somebody else. I can pick and choose my battles. You know, if I need to stop off at LA Fitness and get a workout in or go hiking somewhere or, you know, go see a friend and hang out somewhere, I, I can. Go to the salt room? Yeah, go to the salt room. I can totally <laughs> I can totally take care of, you know, and, and be able to do those things and know, um, you know, I'm in control. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm working on, gosh, a handful of projects from, you know, stuff that's right around $100,000 all the way up to, I, I've actually a a few multi-million dollar deals in South Orange County right now that I'm working on that are, (laughs) yeah, they're a little scary. Um, but you know, I'm really excited because it's kind of the progression of this business. You know, I was taught Mm -hmm. when I started by you guys, you know, you, you crawl, then you walk, Mm -hmm. then you run. And of course my goal at some point is to be able to be in the commercial realm. And I think a lot of the stuff I'm doing these days is getting me into, um, Preparing me, you know, for the next steps of business and growth because there's systems and different things that have to be in place in order for you to take the next level and steps in this business. And, you know, it's important that you, um, you know, you have the right team of people surrounding you as you, as you go down that journey. Sure. Yeah. Kind of like we, we talked about a couple weeks ago in the first podcast, the, um, the idea, like we want to put everything under one spot. Like, you know, I know for us, it's, it's pretty surreal because, mm-hmm. you know, looking back and, you know, the fear of, oh, we're going to establish this club. We're going to build all this out, you know, will this work? Can this work? And I mean, you're a huge product of exactly that. Like let's, let's cookie cutter this. Let's, let's teach people like Mike. Mike can now grow his own team. I mean, I know you've helped any idea how many students you're <laughs> or club members you've helped 
you know, go out and close deals. And well, I was counting at one point. <laughs> and then, you know, it just kind of became a blur. Yeah. Because that was probably less important to keeping score. Um, you know, it's... Nice. It's been many, many, many. I have many partners, you know, um, definitely well over well over 30. You know, wow. I, I... Almost every deal I do, I think there's only maybe five or less that I've ever done by myself. I usually always have some sort of business partner, student I'm coaching, somebody that's involved in the transaction with me because I see the power in leveraging. Sure. You know, um, I've done a couple deals on my own and I saw what that took, Mm -hmm. you know, and yeah, it was fun. I learned a lot, but at the same time too, I'm like, wow, I could have been doing two others, you know, while I'm doing this over here. So I've now kind of committed to the point of, you know, making sure that I, you know, work with my strengths and weaknesses and, you know, really focus on my strengths because I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. Yeah. And, um, you know, really just going after it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Before we close, I just, I'm going to ask you to share one thing that maybe lots of people don't know about you. (laughs) Put him on the spot. I am. Unrehearsed question. Unrehearsed question. Okay. So everybody, everybody (laughs) always asks me about my Mm -hmm. name, Mike with a Y. There you go. Why the Y? Uh oh. (laughs) So... I actually changed it. I wasn't born that way. <laughs> My real name is Michael, M-I-C-H-A-L, Mike. But um, I had a business mentor that, um, you know, long ago that told me, he's like, hey, you know, when you meet people, you need to, like, create a story or you want to differentiate yourself so they remember who you are. Like, you're Mike. Well, how many Mikes have I met? So he's <laughs> like, if you can figure out a way to create a link in their mind between your name and who you are in their life, then they'll never forget you. Mm-hmm. And people always know who you are. Hmm. And it's powerful because it'll open up doors later. So I'm like, well, if I change my name to a Y, like I saw it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. It looks cool. It's new. No one else has that. And now people, you know, I, I hear it. They're like, you know that guy, that guy, um, that Mike, does he have a Y in his name? Yeah. <laughs> people remember it. So, <laughs> totally true. so it's like, it's like cool. It sticks. It's like a little nickname. And it, you know, it, it differentiates me, you know, and, and really in the business space, but real estate for sure, you know, because right. there's not there's no other mics because like you guys said like when I started you know with new wealth gosh there's like 10 mics there still is like tons of mics right you know so it's like which mic are we talking Mm -hmm. about but um mic with a Y yeah absolutely so a little little background on that I I uh a lot of people have asked me but I I guess I'll I'll share that little tidbit here there you go (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty funny you know the you know the purpose behind all these things were why are we creating these podcasts why are we doing all this and in the club, very specifically, I guess, for Melina and I is, you know, because we say it all the time, that the club actually adds another component to our life that adds challenges, and it, and it really does. I mean, uh, we could shut down the club and go tomorrow and sit at home and, and flip houses, buy houses, do our own thing, and your story and just the many stories like it in, in and amongst the club is, is why we do what we do. I mean, if I was to drive home today and... God forbid we got in a car accident and died today. I like I know that, you know, we've made a difference. And that for me is very, very fulfilling. And so I just appreciate your your candor. I appreciate you sharing with us, you know, today about what that's what that's done in your life. And I look forward to I mean, I I know last year sometime you crossed you know, seven figures in in earnings. That's I mean, it's just mind boggling. Mind boggling. I can remember the day you walked in. <laughs> introduced himself and said, I actually asked you, what do you do? And you're like, I'm in the hospitality industry. <laughs> I said, what on earth does the hospitality industry mean? And you're like, I'm a waiter. <laughs> and he said, I'm a broke waiter. 
but I'm going to go figure this thing out. I'm going to get some money together and I'm going to put some money in the savings and I'm going to get myself into this game and, and I really want to do it. And I was like, okay, you're 20 something years old. Where's that drive coming from? You were definitive in your, in your language. Yes. You were very clear and that's unique. And I think anyone who's listening to this, you, whatever you choose to do, whether it's in real estate or anything in being an entrepreneur, whatever you choose, there's going to come a point where you got to be definitive. Like, this is what I'm doing. You know, I'm going to be that person. I'm going to do what they do so I can ultimately have what it is that I'm seeking after or whatever it is that's God called, called me to and I can live out my purpose and really make a difference. And I just commend you for, for that because from that point forward, you, like you mentioned, you went on hiatus, but I don't really think it was a hiatus. I think it was the time that was necessary for you to look at and go, I don't really want to be sleeping all day so I can, you know, live the island life and then hang out at a bar and then wake up one day and I'm 40 something years old, not knowing what I want to do with myself. And so I, I appreciate these last many years with you and I look forward to the next many years and some more fun vacations in the South Pacific. Let's <laughs> say now we just a uh, vacation on islands. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going next? Yeah. I don't know. I think we, I think we defined we it plan, already. Yeah. We said yeah. we're going to St. Lucia. Again? Yeah. We're having a Yeah. We're going to do reunion, a redo. A redo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> a reunion. Okay. A re- I like that place a lot. <laughs> we're All right. In. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's we're, in. <laughs> we love that yeah, place. Yeah. So I, I, that, that yeah. Already, we said we're doing that. I, I, yes, I think we agreed. The only reason I'm saying that is because I've already been doing some research. Oh, so if you have something awesome. else in mind, honey, let's go back to no, this. No, I'm, I'm We still got to go to Italy. It. We do. Yeah. That right. really that's, needs that's to be happening. the next. Yeah, that needs to be the next. We'll, big we'll do trip. both. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. both they're both on the list, so. We'll do them soon. It's all good. Yep. The last thing I wanted to say, um, I just wanted to echo what, my, what Dave was saying about just, you know, the journey. It's been great. And for me, the thing that I appreciate the most um, about you is your commitment to other club members. You know, I've just watched you pour into a lot of other people and I've watched you now start to create success stories yourself, students you've been coaching. And that for me is the most amazing thing. So I just want to say thank you for that. Yeah, you guys are very welcome. Well, I got to give it back to you too. I mean, I'm only here because of what you guys created. It's just like Dave said, you guys could have been at home closing real estate, you know, deal after deal. Yeah, but you'd be with us now. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's been a fantastic journey. I'm always learning from you guys, you know, you've become business partners, friends, mentors, family, really, Mm -hmm. you know, I love you both. And um, definitely looking forward to many more successful years in real estate and with the club and uh, really making things happen. And, you know, thanks for letting me be on the podcast today. Hey, I want to tell you, anyone listening to this, go look up um, Mike with a Y, um, Vanessa, look up online. I don't know where he's got them all, but there's a whole bunch of... uh, You've done some really great videos mm-hmm. on a lot of your flips, and I know like some of the drone footage on some <laughs> of that stuff on those properties over the over the ocean. They're just they're sick. They're amazing. Yeah. And so if you get a chance, go go check those out. And meanwhile, you guys have a great rest of the day. God bless you, and we'll catch you the next time. Flipping out and flipping off.